We are back in Wake Up Springfield, and on the line we have Dr. Wave Nunnally. He is actually um, man, just a he's written and taught and studied extensively on the Jewish background. He's actually in um, Jerusalem or in Israel right now. We believe in a bomb shelter. So, Dr. Nunley, you there with us? Yes, we're here. How are you doing, Rabbi Alex? <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> man, I, I, I can't believe it. I called you the other day on Saturday because I wanted to kind of have you on and talk a little bit about the history. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, over, I'm actually over here right now. I'm in a bomb shelter. I mean, t- t- tell us what's going on. Like, just take your liberty. Yeah, so that was just kind of a, um, a, a glitch almost. You called me after um, the uh, Iron Israel's Iron Dome had intercepted three or four or five rockets that had been shot straight north on the coast. And uh, we heard the explosions, and so everybody in our hotel, we're staying in Matanya, which is like halfway between Tel Aviv and Caesarea. And so um, we all ran down into the bomb shelter, and it was pretty chaotic because it was uh, the bomb shelter is also serves as the synagogue for this um, hotel. Every hotel in, in Israel has a synagogue, and so uh, there was actually a service going on. And it was really fascinating because it was the last service of the uh, festival of, called Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles, or booths. And so they were finishing up their service. They were already in a mode of prayer. And uh, then everybody else in the hotel just kind of crammed in there. And it was, uh, it, it was crowded, and um, uh, everybody was, people were sharing little bits and pieces of news. And you know, trying to get uh, caught up. There were some handicapped people even there, and uh, they had not heard. They didn't know what was going on. They were concerned, and so um, there were all kinds of languages, French and English and Hebrew, going on all at the same time. Wow. Um, And uh, it was just a a, a really interesting little kind of, um, you know, land of Israel microcosm that we had going there. Uh, but that was the only time that we've had to shelter. Um, everything else has been quiet here because we're uh, quite a bit a ways um, up the coast from the Gaza Strip and the, the area that is where where most of the fighting is going on, just uh, just north of the Gaza Strip and just inside the Gaza Strip. Yeah. So, Doctor Nunley, tell us what it like. What it sounds like. I, I understand when the when the Iron Dome. Um, you know, intersects one of the missiles, it's a louder boom, a little bit higher above. Like what, just explain that to us, maybe describe that. Yeah, I, I wish that I had more information on that. I, I just know that the, uh, uh, the uh, they call it Kipaka Barzel, the Iron Dome, uh, intercepts these, um, these missiles before they hit the ground. And the goal is to, you know, minimize damage on the ground. And um, we've had, um, like nothing even reached the ground as where, where we are in Netanya. And um, so... Where's Netanya? Uh, American what, what, where's Netanya that near? Like, it's like halfway between Tel Aviv and Caesarea. It's like okay. 45 minutes, maybe maybe 40 minutes north of, uh, of Tel Aviv. Okay. And right on the coast. Okay. So while I'm talking to you, I'm standing on my balcony and uh, I'm watching the, uh, the peaceful waves of the Mediterranean Sea hit the uh, Israeli coastline right below me. 
and uh, there are people out driving their cars, walking along. We went out had had lunch at a at a local pizzeria and got some laundry done. Uh, it's basically here in Natanya. It's business as usual. Wow! So we're talking to Doctor Wave Nunnally. He is um, Jewish expert, really, professor emeritus of early Judaism and Christian origins at Evangel University. Longtime um, professor at Central Bible College and. How many trips have you made to um, Israel um, now? Well, we lived here in 1982 and 1983. I did a master's degree at a school called Jerusalem University College. Here you can hear, I don't know if you can hear in the background, but I'm getting, there's a helicopter patrol right above me right now. Do you hear it? Yep, yep, we do. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, so they're patrolling the coastline just to make sure that there are no incursions from the sea uh anyway where were we help me to remember you were talking about you used to live there yeah and i understand that you did you serve in the military for israel in 82 and we served in it we lived in israel in 82 and 83 i did a master's degree here i served in the national guard when i was here and um we come back and bring groups to study the bible uh, on site and in context exactly where the place where it happens or where something is said um, and uh, we were supposed to have two groups, um, one group from Arkansas and then another private, a smaller private group, and they've, uh, I think, both canceled at this point, yeah. and so normally we would probably just, you know, give gifts to our friends and say hello and goodbye and, and fly back to the States, but uh, pretty much all of the flights coming into and going out of uh, ben Gurion Airport have been canceled and won't resume for about a week. Wow. So we're just going to hang out and probably shoot some video and uh, connect with uh, friends here, maybe do some business. Yesterday, my wife was out looking at scouting hotels in the area of Natanya just to see what we could do for our people that come here to do our very best to accommodate them with you know clean rooms and good food and stuff like that. So we're, you know, we're still doing business, even though our groups were not able to make it in due to the, the um, uh, cessation of flights. Yeah. Are you seeing people, um, you know, um, Israeli, uh, Israeli people start to move to where you are um, to be a little bit safe um, from um, some of the, the rockets that are shelling their areas? Yeah. So the, um, the, the Israel Defense Force has... Um, issued a more or less mandatory evacuation notice for people that are that are close to the Gaza Strip. And uh, so they, as well as others that just want to come up here for their own, you know, peace of mind and well-being, they're beginning to uh, filter into our hotel as well as, well as other uh, hotels in this, in this general area. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. That's happening. What's the resolve of the Israeli people? Are they, you know, ready to go? And really take the fight to Hamas. Um, what are the? What's the? What's the? What are you feeling there and seeing and sensing? So we've been we've been um, keeping a close uh, eye on local news, um, and uh, there's um, uh, there was an initial shock, like how in the world could we have kind of kind of let our guard down, dropped our guard, and even let this happen? Because Israel is you know so gung ho on. Uh, defense and, you know, protecting the, 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 the vulnerable and stuff like that. And so it's a, it, it's a shock to the, um, uh, 
uh, to the national psyche in the same kind of way, I guess, that, you know, the generation before you and me would have felt about Pearl Harbor. Yeah. They're comparing it to that. Or of this, the generation, the current generation in the United States, like 9-11. Um, and so the response to that, it took a moment to get their feet under them, to get their legs under them and get their bearings. But uh, now um, they are uh, in the process of uh, ridding the south of the terrorists that were able to make it through the fence and into onto Israel's side of the uh, of the border. And uh, the next stage will be, and, and they've already started in terms of of air attacks. They've started to uh, hit uh, locations where they get heat signatures, and they know that rockets and that kind of thing are being launched from the. Gaza Strip over into Israel. Hey, Doctor, this so, is this, yeah, this, this is. Point. I was going to ask about local news coverage over there. Are they doing a good job of keeping you guys updated on what's happening, or are you just having to look on social media websites, or is the news keeping you guys up to speed? It's sort of a both and. We've we've done a little bit of both, but the the local news is all over it, and they're giving us up to date. You know, every hour there's an update on. Um, uh, the wounded list, the, the, mm. the killed in action list, the number of soldiers that have been killed and wounded. Um, and, and they, they even, uh, I talked, I'm in such close touch with, um, guys who all like served in the IDF where, uh, the Israel defense force were, uh, uh, like in, in leadership positions, officers, special forces and stuff like that. And they said they've captured enough of them, uh, the, of the terrorists, and have been able to interrogate them and get all kinds of helpful information in terms of how many, um, how many of the, of the terrorist uh, fighters were able to make it into Israel through the fence and the whole business. So wow. the, the longer this goes, the more they know, and uh, the, the, the better the situation will be. Alex, one thing that I wanted to share with you guys, because I didn't want to get too far afield of this and miss the opportunity to let people know, um, this is a, uh, a, a major glitch. Israel hasn't had a major war since 1973, uh, the Yom Kippur War. Yeah. Uh, there was a sort of a police action um, in, the, in the early 80s. I, we lived through that. It was called Operation Peace for Galilee and stuff. But there hasn't been anything like fighting on, on Israeli soil to this extent since 1973. Israel is a very peaceful nation in the sense that um, we don't, they don't have the crime that we have. They don't have the violence that we have in the United States. And um, in almost every area of, of Israel, you have, you have safety and security. And when we're here... I've never felt more safe in my life, and that includes a little Springfield, Missouri. Wow. Um, because you just you don't have muggings. You don't have drive-by shootings. You don't have gangs. You don't have drug cartels. This is, this is a, and it's a first-world country. It's not a second- or third-world country. Yeah. This place leads, leads the world in terms of technological development, agricultural development. Um, all kinds of industry uh, going on. And so when we bring people here, they are absolutely surprised to see, wow, this isn't a desert. Oh, you mean we have all kinds of beautiful plant life and palm trees and skyscrapers and incredible industry. And, you know, there's not like, like fighting in the street and stuff like that. No, if there was, we wouldn't bring people. 
Um, yeah. So you asked me how many trips that I made. So we lived here in 1982, 1983. But since then, I've probably, I don't know, 125 groups, wow. maybe yeah. 150. You know, after you've lived here, you don't really count, you know, yeah. uh, because it's, it's not like bragging rights right. or anything. But I, I can tell you this. The worst thing that's ever happened uh, to anybody that I brought here was one time there was an older lady who had heart palpitations, and then there was another person who twisted their ankle. And I'm not saying that, you know, when you come here, you get freedom to make dumb decisions yeah. and go to places that we wouldn't go to in the States, like the south side of Chicago or places in Detroit or East St. Louis, right? I'm, right. I'm not saying just come here and be stupid, but um, we we've had... Thank God, we've had incredible um, success in giving people just wonderful opportunities to learn the Bible from the perspective that the events actually happened, things were said, exactly where those things take place. If you want to talk about walking in the footsteps of Jesus, absolutely we do. But our goal is even more so that we start walking not just where Jesus walked, but like Jesus walked. That's good. So this is a this is a great place to yeah. live, to raise children, to learn, to study, to experience the, the Bible where it actually happened. And um, uh, and our intention, and I, I'm I'm 68, you're pushing 68 years old. Our intention is to continue to to bring people here to in, encounter the Bible in the land of the Bible for as long as we can. That's so good. So we're talking with Dr. Wave Nunley. Professor Emeritus of Early Judaism and Christian Origins at Evangel University, longtime Central Bible College um, professor as well. So thank you for your time, Dr. Nunley. Stay safe over there. And, man, we I'm going to keep checking back in with you. Maybe we can have you on again if there's any more updates and stuff. So thanks for your time.